Welcome back, everyone. We are Simply Bitcoin. This is our Black Friday special. We break down the news from Twitter, the daily fail, meme review, software releases, hardware releases, and the websites by plebs or plebs. Joining us today, fellow Bitcoiner and it's kind of low-key Bitcoiner, Darthcoin, hangs out in our Telegram group and gives us awesome links. Anyways, we are diving into the numbers. Let's do it. Number time! Number time is brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference ever. Just announced new speaker, President Bukele of El Salvador is going to speak at Bitcoin 22. It's going to be awesome. Take advantage of the link down below for 10% off your tickets to Bitcoin 2022. At the time of this recording, the block height is 711,415. The Bitcoin price, 54,530. Chain rewrite day, 763. Total public lightning capacity. Look at this new all-time high, 3,273.2. Moscow time, 1835, and blocks to the halvening, 128,585. Nico, I just want to point out that I know that today we're dipping, but what people don't realize is that on this day last year, we were at 16,000. Okay? Don't read into that too much, guys. No. Don't read into that too much, but just it's with with Bitcoin, it's always a good idea to zoom out. Ah, very wise, Phil. Very wise. And check this out, Phil. I have some more numbers, but not hopium. Some more signal numbers. I really like the signal numbers more than the hopium numbers. But check this out. Really cool article that has numbers by Hashrate Index. They are like the steroided version of Clark Moody dashboard. And anyways, it's kind of a visualization of essentially the great mining migration that happened this year because of the China ban, right? Does revenue per terahash per day in Bitcoin versus difficulty, right? And this was essentially the mining ban by China. Look, check out the profitability of miners for that time in the middle of the summer. Absolutely insane. As you can see, you know, it, it gets lower because uh, obviously, you know, more miners get on the network, the difficulty goes up, right? But there was a moment in time where all those Chinese miners went offline. Did dude, over the summer, it was sweet. I felt it, but I've never seen it before. And this is just, it's so stark, dude. It's literally, it just went parabolic, you know, the profit. Very, very cool. Anyways, I thought you guys would find it interesting. Phil, I think you kind of jumped in here. You That's had your exactly first experience right. mining when, when you kind of jumped in here. Now, if you were to turn on that same miner, it wouldn't it wouldn't have so much oomph, you know? But look, it's, it's a bittersweet moment. Obviously, not so much for, I mean, it is for miners, but obviously, you know, the, the hash rate recovered. I think that people don't really appreciate how big of a stress test that was for the Bitcoin network, right? Because remember, the China FUD was so strong for so many years, right? And the fact that they just picked up and migrated so quickly really points to the anti-fragileness of the Bitcoin network. Phil? I actually mined during that time, and I was wondering why I was getting so much for my S9. I'm like, this is really not that bad. I'm like, if only electricity costed less in Taxachusetts, this would be good. You know, like I, anyways, look, uh, I'm glad to say that I was in during that time. And you know what? 
this just goes to show that there's that many more miners coming online, so it's that much tougher, right? More competition, and as a result, you know, there's less sats to go around. There's less, uh, there's less uh, mining reward to go around. So, yep. but it's or, good for. Let me rephrase that. It's the same amount of mining reward, um, but it's tougher to get it. <laughs> it's tougher to get That's it, but I mean. it <laughs> it is good for Bitcoin though. Oh yeah, it's great for Bitcoin. Everything's good for Bitcoin. It's always good for Bitcoin. Good news is good for Bitcoin. Bad news is good for Bitcoin. It's always good for Bitcoin. Somehow, it's always good for Bitcoin. But anyways, Phil, it's time for... The Daily Fail. The Daily Fail is brought to you by Amber App. Check them out. Amber.app. It's Bitcoin made easy. Easiest way to buy Bitcoin. And they've got yellow as a spokesperson. You can do this with as little as $5 a month. The link is down below. All right, yellow. I missed you, bud. Didn't have you over for Thanksgiving. What is it that we got to do again? Amber. The smart way to stack sets. All right, so the daily fail, we, we got one daily fail, but we're going to be pulling together multiple sources for this fail because you see, you know, in the in the shitcoin world, right, we, we always talk to you guys about all of this these partnership parades, right, and we talk to you guys about all the tech hype and all these VCs are pouring money in, but we also would, you know, we like to show receipts for this type of stuff, right? We don't just want it to be random rhetoric. So what I did was, was that I focused on, for this one, I focused on Solana, Okay, just just for the sake of it. And it's going to be kind of interesting to see all the money that's coming in from all the different sides. And it, you're going to be able to correlate this with marketing campaigns. Anyways, I'm going to show you essentially what I found. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys like it. Okay, so first is a uh, and uh, just to preface this, Nico actually used this tweet uh, in in our previous episode. But I'm, I'm going to use it again because it's totally valid for the daily fail that we're going to dive into today. So, all right. So it starts off with a retweet from Rory Highside. Rory is a fellow Bitcoiner, always finds such amazing info and shady stuff from sketchy people in the space. I anyways, I love Rory. Great dude. So he says at Snowden was talking about you, C. Dixon. Sad. Okay, so it's not we're, we're not focusing on on Chris Dixon. Okay, we're not focusing on this account. But what we're focusing on is what the tweet is um, implying here. This is the tweet from Edward Snowden. There's a strain of wealthy VC guy who of uh, wealthy VC guys who pretends. What? How did he write that? There's a strain of wealth of wealthy VC guy who pretends to do you a favor by warning against Bitcoin or whatever while hyping centralized garbage coins that they coincidentally happen to own an enormous stake in. If you ever make it, don't be that guy. If you are that guy, change. All right. So let's dive into some of this. Let's take a look just for the sake of it, right? Solana's the latest and greatest thing. Everybody's pitching to you how wonderful it is, right? They can do everything that Ethereum does, but better and faster. And don't get me wrong. These are just two shit coins battling it out for the field in the circus of nothing. Okay? It's all scams. None of it needs to be money. Okay? And they've proven time and time again that they can't be trusted with your money. We show the rec leaderboard all the time. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the Solana funding. So back in 2018, so we could take a look. We've got this company here, Blockchain Fund uh, Chelyabinsk. Okay, this is interesting. This is prior to the to 2018. All right, so let's go take a look at these guys. It's a traditional venture capital investor uh, investor fund investing in digital assets. The fund has an established team, network, and existing portfolio of startups include Polkadot, Uniswap, Bitcoin Atom, Cosmos, and others. Okay, so here we learn where some of the beginnings of crap like Polkadot and Uniswap came from, right? So these are VCs. 
This is, this is just VC money. These are companies that they're investing in. All right? This is not like Bitcoin. This is nothing like it. This is just crap. Anyways, let's, let's continue. Let's go back. Let's take a look at Cosmos Capital. These guys provided seed money back in 2018. You're going to start to recognize a lot, of these, a lot of these names, right? Companies that they invest in. Let's go through it. Let's see what we can find. Polkadot, Solana, which we're looking at right now. Slope Finance, Stake Wallet, Space Mesh, XP Network. Okay, XP Network is an old shitcoin that's been rebranded a few times. Okay, but you can see here, you're, you're, you're looking at multiple projects. Look, the Boba Network, people have heard of this crap. We've even dumped on this. Okay, this is from OMG, right? The Layer 2 solution to a Layer 1 solution that doesn't exist. Okay, so that's Cosmos. That, that's another investor in Solana, right? This is VC cap. This is VC money dumping into this stuff, right? In 2018. Let's take a look at this one. September 2018, Blockwall. So this one, I stumbled into something interesting when I looked at Blockwall, right? It says that they invested in Bitcoin, but the thing is, is that there is no Bitcoin corporation. So who exactly did they invest in? Anyways, I put out a tweet to that effect. Haven't gotten any responses. And I also added Blockwall just to see if they would respond, but I haven't gotten anything back. I, I really want to know, but let's take a look at all the, all the companies that they've invested in quote unquote tokens dash eos ethereum look at this fetch ai look at all this stuff neo hedera hashgraph pocket network rise I've heard of all of this stuff oh look solana stellar zcash okay these are the vcs that are backing all of this stuff they're backing companies they're not just that this isn't this isn't decentralized money at all. These are just Chuck E. Cheese tokens issued by corporations. That's all this is. Okay. Now, let's go back. You take a look at July 2019, okay? Take a look at July 2019, and you can see there's a whole list of money that, that poured in, right? $20 million in July 2019. There, there's the Series A funding, okay? And then we take a look at March 21st, we've got OKX, right? This is an early VC. OKX is an early VC. And here they are on their exchange. This listing is an exciting new development, and we're delighted Solana will now be traded on one of the largest exchanges in Asia. That's a, that's a smoking gun. <laughs> They're just pumping their own bags. Like, I mean, it's, this is an literal, I mean, look, they're, they're an early, right here. They are an early backer. March 2021. But wait, but wait. Gets more interesting. Now, some bigger money comes in with the ICO, right? And look at all the names we've got here. Andreessen Horowitz, Polychain Capital, Coin Fund, Multicoin Capital, Jump Trading, Almeida Research. All right, we've got all this wonderful stuff. All this wonderful stuff. Here we go. Solana price gained over 700% in mid-July 2021. Well, look at that. Look at all the money that, that poured in mm -hmm. right before that. Mid-July 2021, the launch of the Degenerate Ape NFT collection sent Soul price to an all-time high. And it has been climbing since. So check that out, right? Is it really? Is it really the shitcoin apes? Or is it really... All these people, all of these companies. So look, you are being sold a project. 
you are being sold multiple projects. You are being sold projects by people with hundreds of millions and billions of dollars at their disposal for marketing. Okay? They get in, they market, the bags dump. This thing disappears and they move on to the next project that's going to be the next big thing that's going to provide the next tech innovation. That's all that is, is you're, you're fooled by the technology. There is no technology narrative. If every single technology that comes out is better than the previous one, why is there not going to be a next one? Because it, it doesn't matter. There always is going to be some new tech and anything that's actually worthwhile doesn't need to be money. And it's going to be ported to Bitcoin if it's worthwhile. Anyways, so what did you think of the uh, did, did my Solana rabbit hole make sense or, or was I just was I just like tinfoil hatting all over the place? No, dude, I think you found a smoking gun. You know, you were connecting the dots and the smoking gun there was clearly, you know, an exchange that was like, oh, we're proud to list Solana was an investor in Solana before Solana pumped. So, like, clearly there's a very clear conflict of interest. I'm surprised that information is even public because usually those deals are kind of backroom deals. Um, but, you know, this kind of supports everything that we've been saying, right? And, again, we we ha we covered this on, on, on a Daily Fail a couple episodes ago. They tried to even get me. You know, they we, we showed you an email that Solana Labs sent me, like, their head of growth. It's like, hey, uh, Bitvolt Mining, would you – I don't know what the fuck – an ASIC mining company, a hosting company is like, I don't even know how the fuck I'm supposed to help them, but it's not about that. It's, it's the brand association and they give, they, you know, I'm sure that they would compensate me somehow. And with that compensation, I would have to tell my followers or my customers like, Hey, you know, Solana is the next new great big thing. So it's like the insiders make a lot of money, but everyone else is just stuck buying bags of shit coins right um and again like it, it's exactly what edward snowden said in the beginning the reasons that vcs don't want to buy bitcoin because essentially they're like everybody else when it comes to bitcoin you know so you buy bitcoin just buy bitcoin it's like there is no special deal right <laughs> but they don't see that and they see a creating a token and they're like why don't we just create our own token it's the next big thing you know, Solana came out of nowhere, right? So that's extremely profitable, these guys. They created a new token out of nowhere, gave it a name, a thousand X's, all the VCs make a fuck ton of money, and the people that are not on the inside get fucked over, right? It's just, it mm -hmm. happens over and over and over and over again. And it's crazy, Phil, because you and I are in the position where, like, we have enough influence. We know enough people where it's like, and look, we've shown you. It's like it's Solana and Cardano. They both emailed me in the span of two months. It's like, dude, like, that's not cool, right? It's just like, just because you're an insider. And it's like, the question, and look, we covered, you know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the shitcoin influencer channels. Like, uh, we don't know. We can't confirm whether those are the prices that they would sell their souls for. But at the same time, I don't doubt it because they're promoting shit coins. And I think they've been in the space long enough to understand what they are. But again, like, uh, what's that really famous quote? Um, or I'm just going to take the passage from the sovereign individual. But essentially it goes like, no one's going to understand something that possibly might affect their paycheck. Like, they're just never going to get it. They're, they're never going to understand it. Why would they? You know, it, it, it could possibly affect their bottom line, you know. So... 
man, I, I think you found a smoking gun there, bro, in, in your in your digging. Uh, but anyways, Darth Coin, what are your what's what's your opinions on all this? I have just some some a simple thought. Like Satoshi took the power of creating and controlling money from the banksters and gave it to the people. And now it's our turn to continue his his work. If we fall into greed, lies, uh, make a quick buck and get rich schemes and stuff like that, we are not focusing into our kids' future and we can lose this battle. It is Bitcoin or freedom or death. And we will keep fighting for our freedom and sovereignty until death. Believe me. Absolutely, man. You said it it beautifully. True Bitcoiner right there. Understand the task at hand. Understand the revolution that we're going through. From uh, from 2012 until I will die, I will fight for Bitcoin. You, You start with those mining stuff. I remember I was mining with those USB uh, stickers uh, yeah. <laughs> in 2012. <laughs> yeah, that, the, that was really nice times. The old ant miner, the USB yeah. stick. I'll, I'll try to find exactly. a picture and I'll pull it up for you guys so you guys can understand it. But yeah, it's so crazy. Before ASICs kind of got into the scene, you know, you could mine with your GPU, you could mine with your CPU. And uh, it's crazy to think that, you know, that you could mine Bitcoin with just, you know, your computer at one point. Um, but that that's just how it is, man. But it, it's it's so freaking crazy. And this is honestly why I appreciate Bitcoiners so much is because shitcoiners, Solanas, the VCs, they're focused on getting fiat rich while Bitcoiners are really focused on the revolution, right? The revolution mm-hmm. is separating the money from state, s- destroying the central banks, right? Because... Essentially, they're they're fucking slave masters, right? We're gonna cover it a little bit of them on the news, but yeah, man, this is this is what's at stake. It's 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 a big deal, guys. It's a, it's a very big deal. This is a this is a great battle. It's a it's an it's an information war. It's not a kinetic war, and uh, it you know the res- the responsibility really falls onto us Bitcoiners that really understand what's at stake, right? So mm-hmm. so yeah, man, it's freaking can, crazy. Can I tell you a quick story? Absolutely. So, so I was in 2012. Uh, just went to to buy some beers with 20 bucks in my in my pocket, and I and, and I, I met a friend that was mining those uh, those times, and he said, "Okay, I, I will give you a Bitcoin for my first Bitcoin. I bought it with the beer money, and I came back at home, and I start reading the 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 Satoshi papers, and I said, "Fuck, this is fucking the bankster." This is not a get-rich scheme. This is fucking the banksters. That's all. And from that moment, I love it. <laughs> man, hey, amen. Awesome. Beautifully put. And yeah. look, I, I think I want to touch a little bit on the get-rich-quick thing. Bitcoin is not a get-rich-quick, but it is definitely a get-wealthier over time. Like, for sure. Guaranteed. But just because, like, just because, I want to point this out, that's how bad inflation is fucking you over. That's that's really what it is. So it's like if you actually want your time valued, you put it into Bitcoin. It's not that you're getting richer, you're getting wealthier. It's like that is actually what your work is worth if you put it in something that doesn't get inflated away, something that isn't a scam, something that you actually take self-custody of it. Anyways, that's my perspective. Phil? 
I read this in 2018. I don't know. I, I feel like it's something Pierre Rochar would say. So I'm going to just attribute it to him. But Bitcoin isn't a get rich quick scheme. It's a don't get poor slowly scheme. I think that was Lop, by the way. <laughs> oh, was it Lop? Pretty okay. sure it was Lop. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that is, you know what, to a certain extent, that that, that is mostly correct. Yeah. So you know? everyone has like a kind of different uh, perspective yeah. on it. You all kind of reach the same truth, but different words. But anyways, yeah. Phil, it's time for the Daily Meme Review. Daily Meme Review is brought to you by Citadel 21. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. There's different artwork every volume. Every volume is scarce because they only make a thousand per volume. Really cool. Get your copy of Citadel 21 today. All right, everybody. The first meme is brought to us by a meme legend. He used to go by Bitcoin Taliban, but now he is back at his handle name, Firebrand underscore BTC. And it's crazy because I, when I mentioned him in Citadel 21, I wrote Bitcoin Taliban and then he changed his name. So I'm going to keep referring to you as Bitcoin Taliban. Okay. And it's fun to say Bitcoin Taliban. Okay. Anyways, how do we know if they're actually dead or just pretending? Craig Red is Satoshi. <laughs> <laughs> and they get they get killed. Awesome meme. Next one is by Pubby. Wow, this is amazing. Artificial intelligence, social credit system, biometric surveillance, central bank digital currency, and Bitcoin standing up. This is the famous image from Tiananmen Square. You know the the students kind of like protested, and then the Chinese uh, the Communist Chinese Party sent in the army, and it was a slaughter. But anyways, there's a very famous picture. It's called the Tank Man. Um, next one, it's by Samuel Lasso, plebs, cheap sats, it's the cat, broken dreams, plan B, more like plan F, um, and the last one, this is shocking, uh, I hate Bitcoin, use the dollar, and it's a picture of Hillary Clinton, I think this is an amazing, amazing image, has the dollar kind of hanging out, right, but it really shows her that she's like kind of a rat, um, it's Mickey Mouse on the dollar. Mickey Mouse on the dollar. It's so freaking good. This is an amazing piece of art. I don't know if he created it, but uh, very good. And it's shocking, right? That's when you know, like, you see that, you're like, you're like, wow, that's disgusting. But you really think about it, you're like, dude, that's really true, though, right? Like, it's really, it's really accurate, I think. Phil, what, what would you give those memes? Oh, man. I totally faked you out. I don't think you're going to be able to top this. But we'll see. Anyways, I am giving it the official lightning torch. Oh, that's right. Pretty, pretty good score. Okay, I'm going to give it. Apparently, they don't make these anymore. Supras, oh, which were yes. an amazing skateboarding shoe. But I can't believe it. According to Phil, they showed they shut down this company. So yeah. if you have some Supras, you have some scarce shoes. Anyways, Darth, what would you give those memes? I have a special gift for this. Do you see it? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's that's very fitting. For for his intelligence, Yoda. Yoda! Yoda, okay. So we got Yoda. Awesome, awesome score. We got Supras, and we got the Lightning Torch sweater. Awesome scores for some awesome memes. That Hillary Clinton one's gonna give me nightmares, to be honest, with that rat face. Yeah. Um, but anyways, guys, we want to know: 
Do you agree with our scores? Do you disagree? Let us know down in the comment section. And of course, join our Telegram group. Link us some Bitcoin memes to review. But don't misbehave because Darth will boot you out because he's a, he's a mod pleb. He's a pleb mod. But anyways, join the Simply Bitcoin Telegram group. Stop right now. Join it right now. But anyways, Phil, it's time for the Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. Get yourself the best 3D printed merch like the 3D printed Bitcoin grenade art or the 3D printed Bitcoin honey badger. And it has space for your favorite hardware wallet. Super cool stuff. And take advantage of the link down below for 5% off CryptoCloaks.com. All right, everybody, kind of a quick update on this. Uh, just going to fly right through this. But anyways, there is a semiconductor shortage that affects Bitcoin because obviously, you know, Bitcoin miners... Um, but it looks like there is, like we, like we saw with TSMC earlier on this year, Samsung is also a major manufacturer, and they're also relocating to Texas, right? We keep hearing that state's name, Texas, Texas, Texas. But anyways, uh, Samsung to choose Taylor, Texas for $17 billion chip-making factory. Absolutely nuts, and that's a good thing. We definitely want more semiconductor production away from Taiwan. Taiwan isn't looking so good right now. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party, Taiwan makes them look bad because Taiwan, you know, it's a, it's Han Chinese. It's a democracy and it's kind of proving that you could have a Han Chinese government without the totalitarianism that happens in mainland China. So you definitely don't want the bulk of semiconductor production in Taiwan. But anyways, moving on. I just kind of want to give a quick update. The IRS is paying developers to crack privacy of Bitcoin's Lightning Network. In August, New York Times article, it was mentioned that tools developed and adopted by the IRS and other American agents were helpful in seizing Bitcoin used by terrorist groups. The IRS is also properly initiating a deal with Coinbase for a new tool to track cryptocurrency transactions. Now, we covered this when this came out, right? But it says, IRS sees $3.5 billion in Bitcoin and shitcoins this past year, agency says. Now, now, I want you guys to notice something. It doesn't say how they seized it. And now, I want you to contrast that with this. It tells you, right? It tells you the details. But this, it does not, right? And I've gone through the entire article. It just says that, you know, the amounts that they seized, the huge transaction, right? It says the report makes a sharp turn towards Bitcoin and other Bitcoin and shitcoins for the IRS, where digital money has quickly become the dominant form of payment in criminal cases in which the agency seizes funds. Now, I want you guys to focus, focus on this, right? where digital money has quickly become the dominant form of payment in criminal cases which the agency seizes funds, right? So again, change the language is is drastic, right? It went from terrorism, it went from we, we're, do it, we're developing things to crack it to this blanket statement where it's like we are able to seize things but they don't really dive into the specifics of how they're able to seize things, right? And again, if you think this is not on purpose, like look at look at look at how the media has been able to manipulate things, right? They they've been able to set these narratives, right? Because it's focusing on some things, but they don't want you to focus on other things, right? The 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 wording and the rhetoric is very important. But anyways, so I want you guys to focus on this last part where it says where digital where digital money 
has quickly become the dominant form of payment in criminal cases. Now, let's actually show the receipts for that because, again, they want you, this is about making blanket statements and then a portion of the population taking that at face value. So mm -hmm. what they're saying must be right, right? Because it, look, this is a reputable news source, this is NBC News. How could they be lying to me? But if you actually look at the receipts, that couldn't be further from the truth. And I'm going to kind of tie it up with where does this language come from, right? And just look at the pivot, right? This is 2020, right? This is 2021. Remember, this is when the infrastructure bill, all of that stuff, all of it was passing, right? Just the pivot in the rhetoric, which is very important, right? Um, the false narrative of Bitcoin's role in illicit activity, right? Yellen continued, right? I think many Bitcoin and shitcoins are used, at least in a transaction sense, mainly for illicit financing. And I think we really need to examine ways in which we can curtail their use and make sure that anti-money laundering doesn't occur through those channels, right? So again, very similar rhetoric where, where digital money has quickly become the dominant form of payment in criminal cases, right? Very similar rhetoric. Anyways, the majority of Bitcoin and shitcoins is not used for criminal activity, according to an excerpt from Chain Analysis 2021 and 2019. Criminal activity represented 2.1% of all Bitcoin and shitcoin transaction volume. In 2020, the criminal share of all Bitcoin and shitcoin activity fell to just 0.34%. According to the UN, it is an it is estimated that 2%, 2 to 5% of global GBT annually is connected with money laundering and illicit activity. This means that criminal activity using Bitcoin and shitcoin transactions is much smaller than fiat currency and is is and its use is going down year by year. But if you were essentially to read this article at face, right? where digital money has quickly become the dominant form of payment in criminal cases, that statement is completely wrong. It's completely rhetoric. It's, it's, it's meant to sound the alarm bells and it's meant to scare you. That's, that's essentially what it's, it's meant for, right? And it goes on and I'm assuming that this is an interview with someone who works, you know, for a government agency. It's a huge, huge number, he said. Certainly, we're seeing a shift in our investigative work. Again, certainly, we're seeing a shift in our investigative work. But if you actually look at the facts, this means that criminal activity using Bitcoin and shitcoin transactions is much smaller than fiat currency, and its use is going down year by year. Again, why is that? If the most of the criminal activity is occurring in fiat, why is there a shift to Bitcoin and shitcoins? Why is there a shift? And the reason for that is simple. They want you to feel, right? And this is exactly what Darth was mentioning earlier, that there is no revolution here, that they have complete control of this system. But the awesome part about Bitcoin is that it separates money from state. It takes away their power and it gives it back to the people, right? But they don't want you to see that, right? And the, the words that are chosen are very specific and they want you to believe a certain thing. But when you actually look at the facts, right, it's clear. Most criminals prefer cash, 
versus Bitcoin and shitcoins. Why would you use an open ledger when you can use an untraceable paper, right? Like, it, think about it. But at the same time, right, with the cash transactions, they can keep that under control. They can keep that under control because they have certain mechanisms. But when it comes to Bitcoin, right, you could literally store trillions of dollars in your mind. You could send billions of dollars overseas at a snap of a finger. You don't have to ask anybody for permission. That's incredibly liberating to the individual, but that is incredibly threatening to nation states. And that's why you see the type of rhetoric from Hillary Clinton saying Bitcoin and shitcoins have the potential to undermine US, uh, you know, the US dollar and fiat currencies. That's why you're seeing that, right? So again, if there's a ton of noise out there, but if you actually pay attention to the specific wording, right? If you actually pay attention to what it's saying, you could, you could surmise a lot of information from it which is they want you to believe one thing, right? And, and, and if you look at the New York Times reporting, they're very sincere, right? They're like, yeah, these illicit funds, right? Were seized from bank-like things. And then when you look at the article on NBC News, it doesn't say how they seized that $3.5 billion. And the reason it doesn't say that is because they know they can't they can't be specific they want you to live in fear now let me be clear like we don't support any criminal activity or any illicit activity or any any anti or any money laundering or any of that stuff but we do fundamentally believe that no one including the government should have the ha, should have that much power over individuals because if history is a teacher right they have constantly abused it for, for their advantage for their gain right and for very little gain for their citizens for individuals right so anyways a little a little observation right uh what are your thoughts phil so essentially they're creating an illusion right again this is more of the illusion of hey cryptocurrencies are bad we are the police and we are going to make sure that the criminals are stopped okay and they're going to they're going to tell that story so what's interesting about that right you you also mentioned about fear creation um so many department stores okay you'll you'll notice that up on the ceilings there's all these these cameras right there's all these like you see these these like half circle domes okay so you know they've got a certain number of those domes up on the ceiling but what you know they don't actually have cameras in every single one of those domes but you see your perception is that all those cameras are watching you all the time and you don't know which one is watching you and they all have cameras so you act as if you're being watched whether or not you know what i mean like whether or not you're gonna you know you're performing criminal activity or not is irrelevant doesn't matter right the idea is that you always know you're being watched so you're doing this this uh, subconscious self-policing, okay? And again, like you said, Nico, we don't condone any criminal activity or anything like that. Like, obviously, right, the retailer has the right not to be stolen from and everything like that. They shouldn't have to install all these camera systems, okay? They shouldn't have to do all these things, but unfortunately, a few people spoil it for everyone, right? And that is the truth of the kind of society that we live in. And as a result, everyone gets watched. 
Okay, yeah. so when we go back to this whole cryptocurrency thing, though, especially when we talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin is a transparent ledger. Everyone can watch it. There is no conspiracy here. <laughs> okay, like there is nothing like that. Like they are creating the illusion that there is this thing happening and that they need to police it. It's completely made up. <laughs> You know, it's, it, it, no, it's scary, dude. And the it's rhetoric, dangerous and, and it's rhetoric, made up. <laughs> the rhetoric, like they want to associate Bitcoin and shitcoins to money laundering, to terrorism, exactly. to these things. It's like, but they're not, and they're completely ignoring the fact that it's liberating people. It's giving people access to a financial network for the first time in their lives, you know, that whether they're in Venezuela, right? Whether they're in Afghanistan, we've covered it so many times where essentially, the Western Union p packs up and leaves, and it's like those people are cut off from the financial world, but they have Bitcoin and they're not, right? But it's like they ignore that, but essentially they want you to focus on the fact that this is associated with criminals, this is whatever, and if it wasn't for us, the world would be burning down, right? What Bitcoiners are saying is the world's operated just fine before all this bureaucratic regulation. Mm. I think the world would be fine, right? So, and again, right, we've shown you the receipts when it comes to the effectiveness of KYC and AML, right? We, 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 uh, and we have, you know, Dr. Ron coming in next week and he's going to get more into specifics, but we, we dedicated entire episodes on that where the effectiveness of these AML, KY, uh, K, KYC regulations is 0.2%, right? So, again, like, is it is the taxpayer spending more on keeping the bureaucracy alive because it's not getting more in more money in that it that we're spending it spending enforcing these rules so what what is the point of all this right and you have bitcoin which is an open monetary network right and it's operating just fine it has been operating just fine the world hasn't burned down right so again I think this is I think this is gonna get worse guys. But anyways, Darth, what are your thoughts? Phil was right on point with that illusion, the creating the illusion. For me, this these things happening right now are not new personally, because I saw them them long time ago living in a full communist regime with all propaganda and manipulation and so on. People have to see how it's to live with no basic freedom in order to appreciate the freedom. Freedom is not something that the government is allowing you to have. Freedom is something that you have from when you are born and all your life, you have to fight to keep it because it, at every corner, there is a hawk trying to stop you. And if you are not aware, you became hawk's meal. Yep, absolutely. So, absolutely, man. And I'm mm -hmm. going to connect this with, with this next article, which is very insidious. This just came out uh, this week, and I was waiting to cover it because even more news came out. But it, it kind of really shows, and I, and I want you guys to, and there's a reason that I covered the reporting earlier. I want you guys to tie this in with what I just covered, okay? When I said about the rhetoric, what I said about the wording, okay? I want, you guys, I want you guys to connect this, okay? IMF recommends El Salvador not use Bitcoin as legal tender. The International Monetary Fund on Monday said El Salvador should not use Bitcoin as a yield center considering risk related to Bitcoin and shitcoins, right? Risks. Remember? Risks. Criminal activity. 
money laundering, right? This is what I'm talking about. Okay? You mean what they facilitate for a fee? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Continue, Nico. Given Bitcoin's high high price volatility, its use as a legal tender entails significant risk to consumer protection, financial integrity, and financial stability. The IMF said in its staff concluding statement of the 2021 for mission to El Salvador, its use also gives rise to fiscal con- what does that even mean? Contingent liabilities, right? It's like purposely opaque. Because of those risks, <laughs> okay, hold on a second. It uses also ris- fiscal contingent liabilities. Because of those, it just skips. It doesn't even want to tell you. It's like those words are too technical for you peasants. Okay. Anyways, because of those lose. because of those risks, Bitcoin should not be used as legal tender. Staff recommends narrowing the scope of the Bitcoin law and urges strengthening the regulation and supervision of the new payment ecosystem. Now again, regulation and supervision, right? And I want to tie this in with what we were just covering just now about this narrative that they're trying to paint, where digital money has quickly become the dominant form of payment in criminal cases in which the agency seizes funds, right? So what they're trying to do, right, is connect one with the other, right? They're automatically assuming because you're not using the system in which we have total control that this moat that we've built ourselves all of a sudden, you're using a criminal system. To be honest with you, Bitcoin is a much more inclusive monetary network than the fiat system, than the legacy system. The legacy system cares where you are born. Bitcoin doesn't care what you're born, what your skin color is, right? What your preferences are, what your political associations are. It's all inclusive. Their system is not right? The IMF statement came only two days after President Nayib Bukele announced El Salvador was planning to build the world's first Bitcoin city, which will be funded initially by Bitcoin bonds. Remember, I told you they were going to strike back. This is the strike back, right? Anyways, moving on. It's not only the IMF. Bank of England chief is worried about worried by El Salvador move to adopt Bitcoin. Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey said El Salvador's decision to adopt Bitcoin as its currency was concerning because consumers probably will be caught out by its volatility. Oh, they're all of a sudden concerned about the consumer. 2008, let's ignore that, right, where they bailed out the banks and they fucked over Main Street. No, but now when it actually threatens them, it's all about the consumer, right? It concerns me that a country would choose it as its national currency. What would worry me most of all is, do the citizens of El Salvador understand the nature and volatility of the currency they have? Okay. So. Oh, so now education matters. So, so let, let, let's talk about certain things. The volatility is on the way up. It's on the way up. They don't want you to focus on that. It's the short-term volatility that they want, want you to focus on. That's what he's concerned. But no one has ever lost a dime if you've held Bitcoin for four years. You'd be up right now. You would have more fiat than you would have Bitcoin. I mean, more fiat value than you would have had four years ago. So, again, Andrew Bailey is being insincere. The IMF is being insincere. They, they don't care. They didn't even mention the specific reasons, okay? Look, the reason that they're doing this is because they're scared shitless. The reason that they do this is that they really thought they built a moat. 
They really thought they were the end-all, be-all. They had the whole thing captured. It was game over. They didn't plan for Bitcoin. A parallel, a parallel monetary network that is better than theirs. It's more inclusive. It's more rewarding to the average Joe than their system. And right now, what you're seeing is a meltdown. They're melting down. They can't believe it. They're having cognitive dissonance. They, they don't understand what's going on right now. They're seeing the bonds. They're seeing the success that the Bitcoin network is having, facilitating transactions from the United States to El Salvador much better than the legacy rails of West, which uh, Western Union uses. So, dude... This is this is this is absolutely crazy and these people are modern day slave masters. They don't care about the consumer. They don't care about the individual. They care about protecting their jobs and they care about protecting their moat. But they don't even care about the people that work under underneath them enough because yesterday we covered an episode where essentially um, the, you had the, the European Central Bank, uh, some of their workers were essentially protesting, hey, give me a raise because the inflation is too high. They don't even care about them that much. It's, it's really the elite at the top. And they're willing to enslave their fellow human if it means keeping their power because this is really what it is about. This is about keeping their power over other humans, man. And it's so fucking nefarious. This is so evil on so many fucking levels, Phil. Like, dude, it's just, it's it's startling to really see these things, bro. The people that are really in control of, of these banks, man, they're not nice people, bro. And it's just a matter of looking back in time, remembering 2008 remembering what happened they bailed out themselves they gave they gave themselves bonuses and everyone had to pay the bill like these are these people they care about themselves that's all these bankers care about man and you have bitcoin that really it's it's not that it cares or doesn't care it's just it doesn't have feelings towards anybody it's neutral right it puts everyone on a level playing field and these people are so Man, I, I, I can't even use a nice description or, or, or an acceptable uh, adjective. But, man, these people, they they don't have that. They don't like the level playing field. They, they, they want to feel like they have a superiority over everyone else, right? So what you're seeing is, like, they, they can't comprehend it, right? They're like, what do you mean, right? Anyways, Phil. Yeah, man, they're, they're, they're psycho clowns. Right. They're psycho clowns. And we're, we're just we're not laughing because it's just too ridiculous. And I don't think they know how ridiculous they're being. I mean, look, so for years and years, it's perfectly fine. Right. To keep everybody asleep and and, and, and to just, you know, kind of uh, how could I say this? Just, you know, add a whole bunch of confusing language around money and finances. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you have this disingenuous, shitty take right that oh you know are these people aware of the volatility of their currency is everyone aware that you're printing away all of our value have you been telling everyone how poorly you've been running the monetary policy and how you've been robbing the world of its wealth for years has that been part of the education no like it's just it's hypocritical and it's what you said. I mean, look, you know, whether it's willfully ignorant or willfully evil, it doesn't matter. The result is the same. 
You know, so th there's no excuse. You know, ignorance is not an excuse. You know, we don't get to use it. You don't get to be ignorant of the law, right? Otherwise, everybody would just get to say, I didn't know I could do, I couldn't do that. Right? So this is the same thing. And they, they sit here and they plead ignorance. And it's exactly what you said, you know? Like, when it, when, it, when it was 2008, they bailed themselves out super quick. Well, we're too big to fail. You know something? It was, I, I, I forget, you know what? I forget who actually said this, but it wasn't really too big to fail. It was really too big to bail. You know, like, we, we shouldn't have bailed any of this out. We should have let it all fall apart. Companies that were financially solvent, that were better at doing this than them, would have taken over. Yes, some jobs would have been lost, but some jobs would have been gained under better quality, competent people. But instead, we rewarded incompetence, we rewarded stupidity, okay, and now... We're seeing the fruits of that ridiculous decision. Absolutely. Darth, what are your thoughts on this? It's simple for me. We just have to have more patience. The, the banksters will do everything for us. <laughs> we just have to stack sets and wait to see how they fail. That's all. Yep, they will yep. implode. Yep. No, I mean, I think I think we're seeing it live. I think we're seeing oh, yeah. a live implosion. And instead of them, and, and, and we've always said that they're not going to hand over the keys lightly. What they want is more centralization, more power, because if you give them more, more power, more centralization, all of a sudden that's going to fix everything. Right. Anyways, so the Bank of England, you know, they're against Bitcoin. Right. But at the same time, Bank of England sees central bank digital currencies as a revolution for the future of money. Remember? Remember I told you guys the revolution is in Bitcoin, but that's the words, guys. It's the words that I want you to pay The revolution to. is in their shitcoin. The Bank of England estimates that 20% of retail and consumer deposits could potentially move to central bank digital currencies. It's quite difficult to predict how innovators will take money and actually use money going forward, but we are starting to see programmable money being used in the crypto world. And I would expect we would see a similar revolution in the functionality of money driven by technology. Now, this this wording is so insidious, Phil, because when they mean functionality of money, when they mean programmable money, it's not open source, you know, you get to choose what money you use and what money you don't use. They're having a dream where they have these central bank digital currencies that's told that's tied to your, you know, your social credit system. It's like, oh, he didn't behave good. 20% off his his account. Um, it's like he wasn't a good citizen. He can't buy certain tickets to certain things. Right. Um, there's a there's also expiration dates. Right. So that's what they mean by functionality of money. They don't mean it with an uncensorable uh, deflationary currency like Bitcoin, they mean it in the most totalitarian way possible, right? So it's like, you have to ask yourself, which money are people going to use? The money that doesn't steal from you, that's uncensorable, unconfiscatable, or are they gonna use a money that's completely controlled by the same elite group of people that have been fucking over people for centuries. Which money are people going to use, Phil? You know what, man? It's funny the way that you worded that, that the, the bankers, the, you know, the, that they have a dream. They have a dream, okay, that 
they get to start and stop every little thing and they get to check every single transaction and that they can monitor and predict everything and of course of course save you from yourself right you, you ever notice you ever notice how they 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 word you know like we we always point this out right the revolution right the revolution is in their central bank digital currency right they other times we've shown articles where they're like oh you know you shouldn't be trusting a private money like bitcoin bitcoin is public money it's a public ledger that anyone can verify the shitcoin that you intend on dumping on everyone that's private money so you see they, they just, they don't stop with this phoniness and you know what? It's just making the, it's just making the red flag bigger and bigger and bigger. Dude, it, it, man, it, it's freaking crazy. Um, it's ridiculous. No, it is. It's, Come on. it's super ridiculous. But you know? Darth, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts when you read that? Uh, it's tricky because they, uh, like Phil said, they just want to uh, to put like a smoke screen, create creating a, uh, a curtain so people will not see the truth and push them into lies and manipulations. People will have to 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 educate themselves about this. Education is the key for for Bitcoin. I, I'm I'm dealing every day with people that they never. We're in touch with Bitcoin, and I'm I'm trying to help them to understand what really is Bitcoin, and and normal people they have no idea what they are dealing with, and this is the the part where every Bitcoiner should do his part, educate their families and friends and close people. That's the whole point, and we win. We will win slowly, but we will win. I'm totally sure. That's all. 100%. I, I think Darth nailed it, guys. And I, I think that's really important. You know, we, we've we've called you guys to action many times on this show. But look, you know, th this is a peaceful revolution, right? This is about educating your fellow man and giving him a way to opt out of the slavery system that we have now, right? Um, opting out into a currency where it's it's not being debased, right? It's not, you know, the government isn't slowly stealing from you via inflation, right? So that's what it's all about, right? Why is it that life has gotten more expensive since the 1970s? Why is it that we are poorer than our parents? Why is it that housing is so expensive? It isn't your fault. It isn't the economic system that's broken. It's the money that's broken. The money is fundamentally broken and it's been stealing from us. And Bitcoin is is the solution it's the way to opt out of this madness and all of the shit coins they're a distraction the reason that they're a distraction is because they're highly centralized so you're buying into essentially the system that we've had for so long right where a group an elite group of people right whether it's the ceos of solana this or vitalik or brad garlinghouse right that control Ethereum, that control xrp make all the rules for somebody for everybody else or you have a distributed decentralized network like bitcoin which monetary policy is set in stone and it's not going to change right so 
which what do you want to choose like what what is it the path that you want to move forward right do you want to be part of the this peaceful revolution to free mankind or do you want to remain in the old system that we've been operating in for so long and we've been talking about this for quite a bit this this week phil and i definitely want to get dart's opinion where the psychological effects right are already life-changing right of what happens when all of a sudden you move to a deflationary currency a currency that doesn't steal from you a currency that you have sole possession of all of a sudden your psychology or your hope for the future actually changes what i've noticed with bitcoiners time and time again is that they're hopeful for the future what i've noticed with people that save in fiat is that they're constantly on the rat race they're constantly trying to figure out it's depressing that world and and think about it on a subconscious level of course it would be depressing your money is literally being stolen from like your 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 time your energy is being stolen from and that wealth is being redistributed to the state and to the elite to the people to the richest of the rich the people that don't need it right so it's like and then you have system then you have bitcoin where that's not happening now this is what i want you guys to focus on look at the elite's response to that look at how much they shake in their chair and they hate the fact that they're not able to do that anymore to you look at their response we can't have the people of el salvador doing that el salvador is one of the poorest countries on earth and bitcoin is providing a better solution for them being able to receive money from the united states and they don't care about any of that they don't care about that they care about the fact that it's taking power away from them that's the only thing they want you to focus on this is dangerous without us bank of england this can't happen but we have a we have a we have a central bank digital currency you could have that which is not going to give you the freedom right the 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 ability to 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 store money without being inflated away right so don't focus on that guys you know, don't focus on the liberty aspect. Focus on the fact that your life is in danger without us, right? Because that's what they would like you to believe, right? It's it, man, it's absolutely crazy, Phil. You can't separate the freedom from Bitcoin, and that's what they're desperately trying to do. They are trying to essentially that—that's all they want to do. They just want to separate out the pieces that they don't need, right? And they want to put in the measures of control that they absolutely must have, okay? And look, people are wising up, right? Every day people are waking up to that. There was never Bitcoin before. There was never a viable solution before. I'm sorry, gold was never really a viable solution. You know, like it just wasn't anymore. And there needed to be a viable alternative to this government-sponsored poverty program. <laughs> you know, like, and there you go, you know? Now we've got Bitcoin. Now they're in trouble. It's like you said, now they, they, you know, they're running scared. Their narrative just sounds more and more ridiculous. And you get what we have now. So, yeah, good luck to them. They Dark. are going to keep turning up the new the, the noise, though. <laughs> no, the rhetoric is going to get more intense. And we've yeah. been warning, by the way, if you've been subscribed to this channel, you know this because we've been warning you the whole time. Like, things are going to get, the rhetoric is going to intensify. And that's exactly what you're it saying, has. right? Uh, but anyways, Darth, what are your thoughts? Without freedom, you have nothing. And Bitcoin is freedom. You have to fight for it. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, Darth mentioned this earlier, how he came from an, a communist country. I came from a communist country, too, uh, Venezuela. So I don't know where Darth came from, but it doesn't matter. The point is, right, is that we've both experienced what it is to live in a society where there isn't freedom. Right. And we are, you know, you guys know me. If you follow me on Twitter, if you watch this show, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of that. Right. And again, you know, it's 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 funny. It, uh, anyways, I don't want to get too political. But anyways, Phil, there was an open source software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Software releases, software releases. The software releases is brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out, cyphersafe.io. Get yourself a cipher wheel. Store your seed in a steel, a steel wheel that also can have a lock on it. It's fireproof, it's waterproof, it's pet proof, tamper evident. The link is down below. All right, we've got Mercury Wallet version 0.4.51 that was released. The link is down below. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. All right, guys, that was our show. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Before we go, give I'm giving I want to give a very special shout out to a dear friend of ours. He's a pleb mob in the Simply Bitcoin Telegram group. Darth. And definitely, yeah, man. Awesome. Good stuff. But anyways, guys, if you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash the like button. And of course, if you want to continue hearing the catastrophic news and fails. Definitely consider subscribing to Simply Bitcoin, and we'll see you tomorrow, guys, for another episode. The banker's dream is our nightmare. They don't get to win this.